welcome to the podcast. You're not going to hear Maddie's voice uh, first because he was sick today. Yes, he was. So Aaron has been filling in. How old are you, Aaron? Hello, 23. 23 years of age. How do, how do you think you went today? Did you enjoy it? I'd give myself like a six. Oh, oh no, no. Give yourself a Higher six. No, Everyone was a bit panicked and I felt like you, it was like you had to talk while someone going, talk. Like it was just a bit too <laughs> stressful, I think. You did, you did amazing you job. You were like you. a solid eight, eight and a half. Well, thank you. You made less mistakes than Maddie normally does. <laughs> Great. Mm. Yeah. So for that reason, we are going to bring you down because it made us feel uncomfortable. Yeah, don't be too... I hate it when young people are better at me. So I was watching, you've been watching AGT this season? Australia's Got Talent, yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. see the 10-year-old guitar no. prodigy? I wanted to break all his fingers. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. He's 10. He is 10, mate. And, he and he's probably been practicing me. for a long time. He plays for four hours a day. Well, that's a lot. Yeah, what well, do you do for four hours? Don't tell us. Hey, uh, coming up. <laughs> but I'm good at it. <laughs> Andrew McCulloch will go on. Australia's Got Talent for that. Andrew McCulloch uh, from the Broncos did join us. Um, it was a bit hard hearing him today. Yeah, and we'll felt, find, yeah, yeah, he's still in the meeting. To, a little bit of a shell of a man. Got a career. We caught up with a lot of people too. We caught up with Danny Minogue from The Masked Singer. That show looks like it's going to be and huge. Pia Miranda from Survivor, Survivor talking about how much money uh, Luke had also raised as well. But um, we've got an interview waiting. So here is the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Can you make a hotline ring? You can ask us anything. First calls time. The best caller is going to get tickets to go and see the Backstreet Boys. So anything you want to talk about, 13, 10, 60, you can vent away. We've got Alice at Eaton's Hills. Alice, Alice, what's happening in your area of the woods this morning? Oh, not much really. <laughs> on my way home from work, actually. Oh, what do you do that gets you home at this time? Um, I'm a personal trainer, so I run early sessions. Oh, wow, that is early. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to talk about this morning? Um, Our children. So it's very easy to get caught up in everyday life and sometimes we just forget how much kids, how much fun they can be. So it's just a shout out to all the parents, especially with school holidays coming up, is take time to appreciate them. Have fun, laugh, because it's yeah, very easy to get so caught quickly. up in everyday life. Not going to lie, when you said our children, I kind of freaked out for a second there. I thought it was going to go a different way, but you're, you're, you're completely right, though. Hey, it's school holiday, Stab. Have your child back. No, I do. I read. A, I was watching a meme yesterday, and it was about how there's going to be a day when your kids don't want to put their arms out to hug you, Yeah. so you should always yeah. take those moments. So yeah. I've even tried to be appreciating it when it's at two in the morning. Yeah. And it's like, Mummy, can yeah. I have a hug? And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cute. I do the same thing, Alice. I often say, like, if, if someone handed you a six-month-old and said, could you do this for the rest of your life, you'd be like, no way, that's a nightmare. But by the time you're, you're just getting over everything you have to do with a six-month-old, it's completely changed and you miss all the little things that you were doing when they were that age, you know, so you just got to appreciate every every stage of development that they go through. Yeah, exactly. Like, next month, my youngest, my son, he turns four and it's just like, where did that time go? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it's very easy when you just want to, they're driving you up the wall, you just like, oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. If you called next Friday at the end of school holidays, I'd be like, I'm going to go mad. <laughs> Take this baby away from me. Simone in Ipswich, what do you want to say in first calls? I would just want to know, will there be a penalty for the boys and would they have done it if Bennett was still coaching? Yeah, oh, the Broncos. the Broncos. See, I was really annoyed yesterday when I saw that because I think about all the fans that paid money to go to Sydney and I always think about, you know, we always say people on the dole, they don't deserve all this stuff. And we were only saying that on air a a few weeks ago talking about how there's restrictions on them. But then fans are paying for their wage, for the Broncos' wage, so they should they not have the same requirements on them. Were you upset at them, Simone, for going out till, uh, as reported, 11 o'clock at night? Yes, I was, because I was one of those ones that wasted my money to go see them. Oh, you went yeah, down to right. Sydney to watch the game? 
I actually flew from Queensland to Sydney to watch them and disappointment all the way. What time were you tucked up in bed the night before? I oh, know I've got kids. I was in bed really late. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you had an excuse, though. You had an excuse. Yeah, no, we are going to speak to Andrew McCulloch, so it's going to be interesting to find out if they did have a curfew that they broke. Um, I did text Corey Parker, who used to play, yeah. and said, was there a curfew? And he said, only that my wife used to set. Uh-huh. And For the whole team or just him? I think <laughs> everyone was scared of her. <laughs> yeah. I think everyone went to bed. Uh, Josh in Springfield, what do you got for us in first calls? Oh, I always talk, listen to you guys. I thought I'd bring up and let you know that I became a dad for the first time yesterday. Oh, oh congratulations. congratulations. What did you have? Thank you. A little boy. Oh, and oh. name? Jax. Jax. Oh, Jax, that's cute. And how's your, how's your partner going? Good. Yep. Yeah, she's really good. Thumbs cool. up. <laughs> You're a descriptive fella. Uh, enjoy the, the the crazy first few weeks. Pardon? Enjoy the crazy first few weeks of no sleep. Thank and, you. Oh, my God, am I really allowed to take yeah. this baby home? We've, I've already got a little 18-month-old stepson, but there's nothing like having your own. Yep. Ouch. Shout out to him as well. No, no, that's, no, that's we know what you mean. Josh. We know what you mean. Congrats. <laughs> well done, buddy. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Hey, hey! That song was quite appropriate because I got a little bit excited yesterday with the rain. I was like, "What's that noise on my roof? (laughs) That's weird." I I knew that it was going to be thunderstorms, but they were saying that it was going to be bad for the fireys because it was going to be dry thunderstorms. There was going to be a lot of lightning and with no rain. But there was rain for five minutes. Five whole minutes. I stupidly text our our favourite farmer, Billy. Billy, he's out uh, just past Gundawindi. Yeah, Gundawindi. Yeah, so I sent him a message going, hey, it's raining. Is there any rain there? I know that's a dumb question. And he said, "Uh, hey there. No, unfortunately not. Uh, I did get a little bit excited because I saw that it was overcast yesterday morning, but it was just dust. Huh. There was some good rain in New South Wales, though, which is good. At yeah. least someone is getting the rain. Yeah, they're set for a downpour. Yeah. yeah. But I think we always go, look, there's a drought happening, and we obviously need to think of our farmers. But a resident in Brizzy got a note yesterday. Don't know what suburb it's from, but got a note saying, hey, shame on you. Yeah. There are places that haven't got enough water to drink or shower, but your lawn is green. Oh. I mean, it was green. It did look very lush. Did that well, yeah, but we're not in any water restrictions or anything at the moment. We're not, but I think people will always think that we are. And if people haven't got enough water to drink or shower, they've said, then your grass is green. So the person that um, wrote that note and put it to their neighbour, yeah, and so he's got the note. Yeah, he's so jealous his grass, of the grass. His grass is greener than that guy's. Does yeah. that mean going by the theory that the guy next to the guy who's watering his grass, his grass is also greener, and then so <laughs> forth and so forth <laughs> no, and so forth no. until you've got a lush green grass that's greener than anybody's? No. Right, okay. He's come out and posted it on Facebook, and he said, look, um, honestly, for me, my lawn doesn't even look the greatest at the moment. I'm only watering it once a fortnight. Uh-huh. He said, maybe I have a tank water or grey water system. I mean, he doesn't, but he's just ba- basically... I, I, yeah. You know how when there is water restrictions and you you do get annoyed if you see someone yeah, watering? Of course and then you see that sign that stops you? It says uh, rain, rain, rain water, in use. water in use. Yeah. Yeah, or but rainwater. It's very easy. It's much easier, I've found, to get that sign than to get a tank. <laughs> I do that. I, do that. <laughs> it's, I, I got way less complaints and I didn't mm. have to shell out for a, a whole tank. They, they are saying, though, that we might have to go in restrictions. Do you remember when they used to do odd numbers? Yes. Yeah, and yep. you weren't allowed to water during the day. You yes. could only do it after hours. Tough times, man. I don't know how we survived. 
We yeah. got through it, though. You had to get out and actually talk to your people neighbor. Were, it got really bad for a while there, though. People were putting buckets in showers and then yeah. reusing that water and you know and using that to flush the toilets and things. And yeah, I always grew up in water restrictions in SA. So if you were watering your lawn and you had a lawn, it meant you were rich. And we always had like a really nice lawn because my dad used Ooh, to take it really soon. I know. Ooh. And then my dad lost his job. Ah. And he just let it go. Yeah. And then we had dirt. <laughs> we used to just play with moulds of, like, dirt. So there you go. But fun times, though, yeah, right? fun times. You are also, I don't, I don't like to cast dispersions, but mm. you are a you would be a letter writer. Would you ever like write a, a, a note to the neighbour? <laughs> See, this is what I have to deal with, wow. Aaron. Yeah, that's accusations. Is that, is that defamation? I've never written a letter to anyone. You'd call the council on them. Of course I would, but I wouldn't write a letter. No, 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 you, you bypass that. You bypass the, the neighbourly thing to do and go straight to the top. And can I just say, the council are amazing. They're 24 hours at Brisbane City Council, you might not realise. Yeah, they also know you by name yeah, well, and you, hey, they've got a hey, do not answers hey, thing on hey. your, when your number comes up. They get lonely at 2am in the morning, you should give them a call. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. For a limited time at Subaru, drive away in an Outback or Subaru XV with two years free scheduled servicing. T's and C's apply. See Subaru.com.au for details. Special. Hit 105's $50,000 secret sound. Woo, okay. I feel like we're getting close. Oh, I'm really? not allowed to say that because I know what the secret sound is. We have given away two clues. Yes. First clue was hands uh-huh. and second clue was rip. Hands and rip. Yes. Now, I guessed a while back and I was pretty dead sure that I thought I knew what it was. Yep. Uh, it turns out I'm probably wrong, right? I can't, I can't say call through, mate. I can't call. I can't tell you. That's terms and conditions, and I've read them all. So fifty thousand dollars up for grabs. All right, the clues have led me away from my guest, Chris <laughs> from Narang Bar. You think you know what the secret sound is, though? I sure do. And what would you do with fifty thousand dollars? Take my wife on a honeymoon. Oh, when did you get married? Last year, September. Been oh. a year. Oh, okay. So just the funds. All right. So for fifty thousand dollars, you could go on an epic honeymoon. Excellent. All right. What's the point of that, though? You only really see the inside of the hotel room, don't you? Well, they've been married for a year, though. Ah, uh, good point. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah lots yeah. of sightseeing. All right. Okay. So, for $50,000, <laughs> what do you think this sound is? Have a listen. What's that sound? $50,000, Chris. Yeah. What do you think? So, I, I think it's taking your glove off, like a glove with, with Velcro. Abby goes like a glove. Abby wears driving gloves so her hands don't get wrinkled in her car. She's got like three sets. I'm serious. Your, your hands age more than anything else. Look Those at Madonna. Sunspots. So you should wear gloves. All right, so a glove being ripped off like the Velcro. Yeah, specifically a boxing glove. Oh, specifically oh, a boxing glove. I do have those. Okay. Boxing glove. Yeah, right. For $50,000, Chris, and an honeymoon. awesome honeymoon. For their year anniversary, Abs. That's not the answer. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. She's not really. No, I am. <laughs> I always feel like I want to change it and make everyone a winner. Sorry, but Chris. But we have recorded it, so. Not the sound. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. The Broncos are in damage control following revelations senior players were playing pokies the night before their capitulation against Parramatta. 
Uh, rightly so. A lot of Brisbane Broncos fans were devastated at the loss of 58-0 to Parramatta. But yep. then to see the headlines yesterday that uh, six players were playing pokies to 11pm, yep. a lot of people were just outraged by it. But you kind of need to know the real story, and that's what we want to do. So we're joined by our KO ambassador and our resident Bronco, Andrew McCulloch. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me on. Anytime. Do you guys have a curfew a night before a game? There's no curfew in place, but uh, you know, obviously being such an um, important game, you know, um, especially elimination final, um, to be out as late as like some of the guys were, well, I wasn't too sure what times they were and and what has been um, speculated. Um, I'm not sure because a few of us actually just went past to watch a couple and went and got an ice cream was and were home um, ready for a massage at 8:30. So. Yeah. Being in that position to begin with is not a good look, you know, going there at all, but to think that we were there till midnight or whatever and it was a bit um, extreme, but, um, you know, that's the whole, um, I guess, um, reason behind, you know, looking for reasons and that's not a good look, and especially with young guys uh, being there. And a few of us older guys just going there for a little bit, still not a good look and totally accept anyone that's not real happy with that situation. I guess the big question, though, the question on everyone's lips, Andrew, is what flavour ice cream did you get? Well, mate, I actually got a Maxi Bond. So oh, good choice. Me and a couple of boys went back and got a Maxi Bond. Good choice. actually watched a bit of the, bit of the footy and had a, saw our CEO there and a few other coaching staff. So, um, yeah, uh, mate, just went and got an ice cream, but that's all right. I, yeah. I understand how things happen and yeah. um, stories. So that's... Um, you look, yeah, you, you know, Andrew, that it's not going to make headlines. If you had won the game, it's not going to make headlines. But you know that there's yeah. eyewitnesses that are always going yeah. to report, especially after a loss so devastating yeah. as yeah. that. Do you, You'd have to say that there is a culture issue then where, I guess, players hadn't maybe asked permission or maybe you're not supposed to, but would you say that there's a culture issue for people doing oh, that night really, before a game? I, yeah, I think I think just you got to be smarter with the decisions of putting yourselves in that situation, regardless, you know, um, you know, like you said, if we won, we wouldn't be talking about it, but since that isn't the case, and that's um, maybe an issue there, and, um, you know, that's right across the board. Uh, myself and a couple of older boys saw a few boys going there and said, maybe let's do them. something else. It didn't really yeah. click in the yeah. mind or how long we should be there or, yeah. or whatever. I didn't, I didn't think to, to say that, which I, I should have, and, but, um, you know, that's... Hindsight, There's I guess. always lessons there, so yeah. it's a tough lesson for myself and, did, and a couple of other boys. Did you see any um, anyone drinking? Because rumour has it they weren't actually drinking at the bar. They were just playing the pokies. Was, was there, did you see any of that? No, no, definitely not. There's yeah, right. no, there none of that. The boys yeah. just um, probably agree with them. Um, I wasn't too sure how long they were there for, but went down to play for a bit, and then a few of us, we just left to get an ice cream. And then, yeah, no, but definitely, um, yeah, no drinking was mm-hmm. consumed. They were just playing the pokies. Yeah. Now... I don't know if they're rumours or whether you've heard them, Macca, but there has been some people saying that not everyone's going to be at the club next year. Some people are going to yeah. lose their jobs. Do you personally know where you stand? Um, well, we'll find out today. I think review and all that sort of thing. You, you always talk about speculation and rumours. It always comes after a uh, heavy loss. And, you know, being an older player within that team, that's just the, the way the game is. So, um yeah, I'm not. I'm not blind to the fact that um, things may need to happen, or what is it? Is that me? I'm not too sure. But um, mm. our reality is, I just, I, um, we didn't perform well, and you know, 
things start to speculate when the overall team's performance isn't up to scratch. I oh, know, we know that feeling. <laughs> Are you going to wear the you get what you get and you don't get upset t-shirt to the meeting today? We did say that on no, the news. No. Yes, thank you for that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just had to put that shirt on, but yeah, no, I won't be wearing it today, mate. It's uh, low-key today. Yeah. A pretty serious you know, certainly meeting. De- certainly deserve plenty of criticism my way, which is, um, which is certainly fair. How have you guys been dealing with the fans? Because Darius Boyd has come out and said that he gets concerned about the mental health, which, you know, I honestly, I take on board and I understand. And to have yeah. nonstop abuse for you guys online yeah. is not fair. But when that passion is there, how have you guys been dealing with the fans that are disappointed? Oh, oh, I think everyone's different. Um, you know, for myself, I just, you know, I blocked that out. Um, I guess everyone's passionate and disappointed. I, I understand that. And, um, it's just part of the game. I know that won't change. There'll be more downs and along the way, and, and furthermore, and, and people are, um, you know, very passionate, which is which is great to see and feel. They want to view their opinion of their frustration, and I get that. Um, but you know, there is a there is a line with certain things. But overall, um, you know, you can you can block out that sort of thing and, and try and get on with the people that you respect and, and view their opinion and go from there. I couldn't imagine being in the change rooms after that loss for you guys. Yeah, no, it's, um, yeah, just, yeah, just yeah. scratching your head. Just yeah. a whole range of emotions. It's, uh, kind of hard just to put one emotion on it because, um, yeah, number of, yeah, disappointing, but, um, yeah, that's, um, where we finished up, and yeah, it is quite sad since we got ourselves back to that competition. I guess the other way to look at it, though, I've, I've thought about this through throughout the season. You guys have set such a high standard, at, and not even like this team, but the Broncos as a whole for the whole um, the whole time they've been in the in the competition, they've always done so well, like made finals pretty much every single year. That when you don't perform, I mean, that was one game, and you managed to claw your way back after a down bit in the in the season, claw your way back into the finals, and it was still a little bit everyone was down on you for not like finishing in the top four almost. You know? Yeah, well, that's that's fine. I, I I like that as an expectation on the club, and that's something that I think every I think every organisation thrives to have. And some guys, are, some teams have been doing that really well over a long period of time. And um, you know, I quite enjoy that. I guess that challenge and that expectation of. of where you should be and you know obviously uh, you look at our um, resources that we have there's no excuses and, yeah yeah, yeah no, we, we've got it all very swirled here at the club and you know we, we didn't perform and we didn't stand up when it mattered and you know that's um, yeah criticism right across the board certainly um, part of it and deservingly so in some regards and yeah, that's um, that's reality, mate. Yeah, twenty twenty can be a uh, apology. First game, make it back for all the fans. Yeah, well, that's you know, it's a, a while away first. I can't yeah. wait to get back from from football for a little bit now and freshen up and have a think about things and you know get on with it and then um, yeah, think about twenty twenty from there and you know uh, step in the right direction. Thank you. Well, good luck for the meeting this yeah, morning. Yeah, good luck Andrew. today. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Appreciate Thanks. that. All right. And don't forget to instantly stream every game of the NRL this weekend on KO Sports with a bunch of exclusive K features like KO Minis, Key Moments, and No Spoilers. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Broncos are in damage control following revelations senior players were playing pokies the night before their capitulation against Parramatta. Yeah, but the headlines came out yesterday that they were playing at the the pokies till late, and you know those headlines are not going to come out unless they had lost so badly. Yes. It wouldn't be a story if they had won. But the Broncos have come out and said, look, they're looking into it, but they're not issuing any sanctions because there was no curfew in place. They didn't break any rules. But a lot of fans are annoyed because if they paid all the money to go over to Sydney, 
many of the fans weren't even at the pokies. That late. Yeah, yeah. so 13, 10, 60 with the Broncos in the wrong. Joe and Mackenzie, what do you think? Absolutely not. And I actually am an Eels supporter. Right. But I reckon let's give these boys a break. They were away from their families. They were having some downtime. And they were having friggin' ice cream. We've got third world problems, boys and girls. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Leave the boys alone. Let them just finish the season out with dignity and don't shame them. They've given you a great season thus far. And uh, correct, if they had a one, these bloody fans wouldn't be whinging. So let's give them a break. It's hard to say as an eel supporter, though, right, Joe? Come on. That must have, that must have hurt, but we appreciate it. <laughs> Joe, in Tungalpa, do you think the boys did anything wrong staying out past 11? I don't think they did anything wrong, and I also agree with the lady before. Um, you know, had they won, it would have been a different story. Um, everyone that knows me, I'm a pretty passionate Bronco supporter. Um, I'm devastated about the loss, but, um, you know, they were probably stressed out, you know, under pressure, and it could have just been away from them, sort of. Um, you know, ease the nerves before a game and, you know, they still made it to breakfast the next day. I'm sure they prepared well, but at the end of the day, it just wasn't there. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. Well, a lot of the fans agree with them. Tamika from Eagleby, you've got the other side of the coin. You think they are in the wrong. Yeah, 100%. Totally think that they're in the wrong. Like, I understand they need some downtime, but until 11, 12 o'clock at night, and everyone knows playing pokies hurt your eyes and makes you tired, and you think that such a serious game, you'd be taking it more seriously and maybe preparing at home or in the unit, you know, with your boys, you know, having some downtime rather than playing pokies and making your eyes tired and giving yourself a headache the night before for such a serious game. Good point, Abby. You're a very strong uh, vocal uh, thing about no screen time before I go into the colours, a specialist once told me. But do you know, Tamika, to be completely honest with you, my husband plays nine aside, right? Which is just a very low-key version. (laughs) If he had travelled interstate and was out playing pokies at 11 o'clock, I would be annoyed because I think whatever you do, you've got to give it your heart. 100%. And some people say that's just downtime, but I'm like, are you really giving it 100% if you're not having an early night? Maybe they gave the pokies 100%. Yeah. Cassandra, what do you think? Should the uh, the Broncos be in trouble for staying out past 11, night before, such a loss? Um, as a Bronco supporter, I'm very disappointed with the loss, especially with my dad being a Parramatta supporter. Oh, sorry oh, about that, Cassandra. Oh. That's going to be tough. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, look, they're big boys. They know what they're doing. And but they went out for ice cream, pokies and ice cream. Like, it's not as if they were out at the club dancing until, like, 3 a.m. and drinking. But, yeah, they're big boys. They should know what they're doing. So, but you you, you don't think they've done anything wrong, though? Um, yes and no. They shouldn't have been out so late. But... but all but they were doing yeah. was getting ice cream and playing pokies. Well, I think it's interesting yeah. that Darius Boyd wasn't with him. Like, yeah. he, he's the captain, but he thought that he should be going home. Like, yeah. I find it strange that he wouldn't have been like, hey, guys, we're all going home. Well, that's the, that, I think that's the And issue. I know that's no responsibility to herd the guys, no, it but is. it sets that tone of going, hey, guys, our responsibility yeah. now is that this is our biggest game. We're all going to call it a night after our massages. Yeah. Get your ice cream, go straight back. I think that's that's the, the main issue that the, the, the um, team will be looking at, that culture. And even um, uh, McCulloch said it when we were talking to him before, the elder boys who didn't stay down should yeah. have said to the younger ones, this hey. isn't what we do, let's go back. And yeah, and yeah. no one said that, and that's probably more of the issue rather than them actually doing yeah. it. Yeah. So. Well, there's a meeting this morning at Red Hill, so we're going to find out. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Australian survivor. <laughs> Overwhelmed. I just paid off my mortgage in seven traumatizing weeks. <laughs> <laughs>
Fia Miranda, you are amazing. Congratulations, hon. Thank you so much. I uh, didn't even know that you were that much of a bigger fan, that you've been trying to be on Survivor for, for 20 years, and you just... <laughs> like, I've met you before, and you are the most beautiful, humble girl. <laughs> I just didn't think that Survivor would be something that you would be interested in. I know, it's weird. You know, I, um, I've never... Like, I don't never wanted to do a reality show, but... This was just one thing that I've just been in love with for so long. And, yeah, when I was in my 20s, I even tried to apply for the American one. Wow. Um, but I'll tell you, the first day I got out there, I'm like, what was I thinking? <laughs> Honestly, I'm not cut out for this. I'm a pussycat. I think you are cut out for it, and you are not a pussycat. You are some sort of supervillain with evil powers. I am, yeah. I didn't realise I was going to be so villainous, but... Here we are. <laughs> I think it's not even because your uh, your mental ability and the way that you swayed everyone. You got like a hundred percent of the jury voting for you just with your tactics, but also your um, strength and the, the challenges was insane. Six hours forty minutes on that um, last challenge. Abby's got a burning question: though. Were you allowed to get down to pee? No, we couldn't get down. You couldn't lift your foot off the um, off the pole. So yeah, if you needed to pee, you probably had to pee on there. You would have done that, though, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would have done it. Too. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> hey, it was beautiful. I think everyone would have done what you had done mm. with Luke. And you know that everyone loved him and um, kind of wanted him to win as well. Yeah, of course. But his support for you has been amazing. And have you heard about his GoFundMe page? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, we, we've been chatting through the whole last week. And Luke's a massive Survivor fan. So I think that he just respected that. It was, you know, in the game of Survivor, it was absolutely the right strategic choice, but it was a heartbreaking choice for me. And the fact that everyone just rallied behind him and <laughs> done this amazing GoFundMe page, I feel like there are two winners of Survivor this year, yeah. and I think he is a deserving winner as well. So it's really, it's really amazing, and I know it's meant a lot to him as well. Yeah, it's over four hundred thousand. It's um, raised so far. Have it's you? Have you donated to his GoFundMe page? I think that's the least you could do. Oh, yeah, no, I will be. Don't you worry about that. Yeah, absolutely. That's the first time like to someone... i 500, actually. Yeah. So we could, like, you know, just take each other out for dinner and have cocktails and be like, we did that. No, no, I think, he, I think it will. Um, you were quite honest with uh, posting photos about the autoimmune condition that you got. Did Yeah. Because it's like a pigmentation, would you say? Yeah, it's a it's an autoimmune condition where your immune system attacks your um the pigment in your skin and in your hair and you know that came up when I was out there I guess from the stress on my body um, and I was really you know I I put a post up because I thought it's on TV mm. it happened out there and I can't hide from it and I thought maybe I can turn it into a positive and you know it's been amazing I've just been chatting with all these women and men online who just messaged me telling me about their journey with vitiligo as well and so. It's been helpful to me, and I feel like it's been helpful to other people just to have someone out there going, you know what, here it is, but it's okay. I just, I can't, I can't put my finger on it. Your voice sounds so, <laughs> why does your voice sound so familiar, Pia when Miranda? I, I used to do your, I'm pretty sure I used to do your, um, your, like, voiceovers, like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I used to do the voices, the voiceover for your show. You mean this one? Stab Abby and Matt with Osha on Brisbane's Hit 105. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I was so excited. I met you. We were doing like an audition together and you're like, yeah, you're Abby. And I'm, I'm like, hun, you don't know me. Like I'm a big looking for Alibrani fan. Like I know you. And you're like, no, I do know you. I can't put my finger on it. <laughs> yeah, I do, because I used to just stand in that booth and do all of your voiceovers. So I, I knew what you were up to all the time. So I kind of knew you. <laughs> 
We'll have to get you updated because we've uh, replaced Osher with uh, Maddie, but he is sick today, okay? All right, I can I can give you a freebie. <laughs> and now you've lived your survivor dream and you've you've obviously done everything that you possibly do and you've done an amazing job. You'd be eligible for like the comeback like a celebrity or, you know, survivors versus challengers. You you could do it all again. Would you go back for the seven oh. weeks of gruelingness that it was? Not right now. I mean, I know they're doing all-stars at the moment, and um, I'm really thrilled to be watching that from the couch. <laughs> I'm not ready to put myself through that again, no way. Maybe goggle you know boxing. That tower? That. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd rather go on goggle box. I think there's a tower on that, on that Survivor where, you know, you have to jump off this high tower into water. Yeah. And uh, if I never see that thing again, it'll be, <laughs> be great for me. Well, you did well, hon. Congratulations on Thank taking you. out Survivor. Pia Miranda. Thank you. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Life hacks. Hell yeah. Life hacks can make your life easier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love a life hack. They've got to be easier, though. Sometimes I follow them on Instagram and I go to start doing them and it's more complicated. I'm like, that's not a hack. A hack is supposed to make your life simpler. And I hate doing housekeeping. That's my dream. If I win, like, Lotto yeah, the on, Thursday on Thursday night... Thursday. I'm just going to get a housekeeper. How much would you pay me? And a cook. I'd do... Oh, no, no, no. I okay. want a good one. I'd hire Leanne. Because there is a, a mum uh, from Albany Creek. You can follow her online. She's on Instagram, Raw Homemade. She made headlines this week on news.com for a life hack of how to do your washing. Leanne, how long does it take you to do yours? To do my washing per week? Probably yep. about a week. Oh, a week. An hour um, per week. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your time, Leanne. <laughs> no dramas. So, yeah, about an hour a week for a family of four. So what, because this one made headlines, how do you hang out your washing? So what I do is um, everyone has their own coat hangers and I've got a clothes rack. Um, So I basically get the clothes straight from the washing machine, hang them up on the coat uh, coat hanger. And then I wheel the coat hanger rack down the hallway when the clothes are dry and everyone takes their own clothes off. So you put the the rack outside to dry? Yeah, when it's um, nice weather. We live in Brisbane, so we generally have good weather. But yeah, quite often I'll put it in the sun, but it just depends on what the weather's doing really. And you've got um, five tasks that you say you should do every day that keep the mess at bay. What yeah, are those? Yeah, what are those? Oh, well, every day I pack and unpack my dishwasher. So okay. I turn my dishwasher on at night and yep. then unpack it first thing in the morning. Um, I make my bed. Oh. Um, the kids make their own beds. Um, I wipe down the kitchen benches. And every few days I wipe down the bathroom benches. Uh, I vacuum the kitchen every day. And then um, one other room, so whether it be my lounge room or hallway, and then um, I do some kind of washing, whether it be hang out the washing or bring it in. And they probably take me about half an hour a day, but ultimately help to keep my house organised and tidy. I'm out. Abby's out. Sorry, I'm, sorry. Yeah. Over. I'm sorry. She's like, you're back in the kitchen? I'm out. I'm, I'm going to do a patronising question, and I apologise for it. Do, no, no. Do you work outside the home? I do. I'm yep. a registered nurse. I work part-time. No, you're back with respect. That, I'm sorry, Leanne. <laughs> you just kicked me down. You know, I was going to do my whole but, guest behind. Do you actually work? But that is the thing, isn't yeah. it, Leanne? And it's almost like uh, it's that five-minute rule or two-minute rule. If something's going to take you two minutes, do it now because otherwise they all stack up. What you do is you just sort of do it in bits so it doesn't all become overbearing and the whole house instead of just little bits here and there, right? Definitely. And I include the whole family. So I do have children and they're five and nine and my husband as well. Um, We all pitch in and help. Um, Everyone has their own little jobs to do. Clearly the kids aren't, don't have to tackle too many tasks, but they know they do their jobs and everyone pitches in and 
Yeah, we spend more time having fun opposed to cleaning the house. That's exactly the same at our house. We all, all pitch in. Uh, my daughter makes the mess and we clean it up. Uh, Leanne, yeah. can I pay you to come and do my kitchen cupboard? Um, I'll do your deal, Abby. Yeah. Um, if you, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> if you, um, you let me know the secret sound. Ah. Oh, <laughs> hey, Leanne, deal. Uh, just stay on. Yeah. Uh, what do you, what do you want your fake name to be? I don't know. Oh, no, honestly, it's, it's some really good tips. If you want to check um, Leanne out, she's amazing. Raw Homemade on Instagram. You can check her out. Thank you. Fantastic. Thanks for your time. Hey, thank you. Don't call for Alpha Bucks now. No. I know everyone's calling for Alpha Bucks. Hang up. You're not going to get through now. But I do want to know if you've got a hack for any sort of cleaning or around the home one. Because uh-huh. I was looking at them and I'm like, yes, that's going to make it easier. Like uh, Coca-Cola in the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look at me like that, everybody. Is Works. it real? Yeah. yeah. Coca-Cola is actually a really good cleaner. I'll give you one. Okay. If you're cutting onions, yeah. lip, lick your lips. Why? They're attracted to the fluid. So if you're licking your lips, then it doesn't hurt your eyes as much. Oh, there you go. Well, you did the Coca-Cola one. Why was mine so weird? <laughs> Thirteen ten sixty. if you've got an organisational uh, or cleaning hack. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Life hacks. Hell yeah. Life hacks can make your life easier. Oh, yeah. Life hacks, they go viral because we all want to do less work. Yes, that's true. That's Look at Mary Kondo. She's made a whole career out of it. Oh, she's so good. I, I was on that bandwagon. She brings I, me joy. I threw out half my stuff. Yeah, but do you regret it now? Because no. I've gone off it. Because you've got to roll everything. It just takes too much time for me. But uh, there is a, uh, a brizzy mum from Albany Creek, Leanne, who's got a, a washing hack where she does coloured uh, coat hangers for each of her family members yep. and hangs it on that straight out of the washing machine, then puts it on the line. Cuts down the time. So good. So we want to know, do you have a little bit of a hack of how to clean up? Kayleen and Yarra Bilba, what's your life hack to get us all finished quicker? Morning, guys. So um, when I want to clean the microwave, you put a cup of water in there and put the microwave on for about a minute, a minute and a half, and the steam from the heated water will loosen everything in the microwave and you just wipe it out. Yep. Oh, that's good. That's what do you mean, yep? Do you do that? I do that, but you know what else you can do with that one, Kayleen? If you put a little bit of vinegar in there too. Yeah, and some uh, doTERRA essential oils and lemon, maybe. Some doTERRA essential oils. Is that what you said? Yeah. They fix everything. Like everything. Just ask my husband. Hey, Rebecca in Tiangalpa, what's your life hack? Good morning. So when you're in the shower and you've got glass doors on your shower, put a little bit of shampoo on your washcloth, wipe the insides off, rinse them, and you'll have streak-free glass. Use your shampoo to clean your glass? Why are you in the shower? Yeah, well, you're in the shower because you're multitasking, right? Yes. And it keeps all of the streaks off. There's no shampoo marks, nothing. I always feel like that if I go... I used to stay at my, like, grandparents and they used to have one of those cleaners, you know, like a, a window squeegee. cleaner. And I'm yeah. like, am I supposed to do that after each shower? No, don't you wait no, for No, don't do that. Use no. the shampoo. It works way better. Yeah, right. Don't you wait for a homeless person to come over and do that for you? <laughs> like they do at the... Um, Are they joining you light? in the shower? Sometimes. It's a big so, issue. in Kumo, what's your uh, your hack for getting cleaning done faster? Morning, guys. Hey, um, My hack is taking the dust off those ceiling fans, off the blade. Yes. Which get really manky. They do. You put a pillowcase over the blade and you pull the pillowcase <gasps> across the blade and it takes all your dust off. That is That's genius. Good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're so proud of that. You know. This is your moment to shine, Because Sue. you dust it and it all just falls off onto the ground or onto the bed and you've got to dust that. So that's perfect. Exactly. And it saves, because I get allergies, yeah. and it's just such a good 
easy way to do it and just chuck the pillowcase in the wash and bam, you're done. So I think there's a, there's a product in there that you could actually adapt the, like that's specifically for that, that you could make and, well, actually, don't do that. I'm Are you just taking that. it away from her? <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm yeah. going to steal her idea and I'm going to make a fortune. Sure. Yeah, fan, fan blade Thank covers. Thank you, Sue. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. So your letter for Alpha Bucks, if you want to have a little bit of a practice at home, is for the 18th of September, is F for, for Freddy. Freddy. Yeah. Sorry, today's the 18th. Well, tomorrow then, 19th. Do you know what? You were doing a very good job I'm for sorry. your Oh, I said your, your phone was on. But that's a carton of beer, so yeah. thank you very much. Woo-hoo. All right, so for the 19th, sorry, um, is F. So get practising. Holy Fun Run Batman. Dress as your own superhero and join in the fun this Saturday. Register at dcbatman.com.au. Staff, Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Yeah, it's that time of the morning. $10,000 on the line with Alpha Bucks. We've already given away some of the answers. So if you've been listening all morning, you'll have at least some money in your back pocket already. Holy fun, run Batman dresses your own superhero. Join in the fun this Saturday. Register at dcbatman.com.au. Abby, who's playing this morning? Thanks, Dav. <laughs> Laura's going to play. First time on air. Welcome, oh. hon. How are you going? Oh, hi, hi. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. All right, so when oh. you play in the car, how many do you get out of 10? Right. About eight. Eight. All right. Well, this is your time to shine. Have you been listening? Have you got some of the answers? I've got three. Ooh, okay. So you know that your uh, letter is O, and you know if you can't think quickly, make sure you pass. Um, You get $50 for each correct answer, and if you get all ten right, that's when you get the 10,000. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Come, come, come. Deep breath, Laura, deep breath. Okay, here we go. Your letter is O, and your time will start when I finish the first question, which is... Name a pizza topping. Olive. Name something you see in a zoo. Orangutan. Name a song title. Ode to Joy. Name a adjective. Puff. Name a woman's fashion brand. Oriton. Name a type of tree. Oak. Name something you can wear. An orange jumper. Name a genre of music. Opera. Name a TV show. Orange is the new black. Name an instrument. <laughs> oboe. Oh, well, oboe can was I after give, the siren. Can I give an orange jumper? No, I don't think you can. can I look? It no. was good, though. It was uh, good. $350, <laughs> Laura. Oh, thank you. Uh, well done. Uh, one that you passed on, the adjective, you could have had um, old describing word or something old. that you can wear. You could have overalls or one piece. But well done. You got $350. Can I get eight? <laughs> Great, thank you. <laughs> Keeping your record alive there. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. The Powerball jackpot has tonight reached $150 million. That's a big win for someone tomorrow. All multiple people uh, as a Powerball, yeah, $150 million. How's this for stats? Uh-huh. Half. I'm, half of all Australian adults are expected to buy a lottery ticket. Half. Tomorrow. And the other half would be their partners, right? So that's oh, everyone. yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. It's like, did you get the lottery ticket? Oh, I won't go down and get one from the local shop because you already got one. Um, but they have surveyed the number one uh, divisions, uh-huh. uh, division number one, to find out what they've done with it. So each year, the lotto um, across all the board probably give around about 400 division one winners. Wow, okay. So they've surveyed them and just said, hey, what have you done with the money? Yeah. And how did you feel about it? A lot of people said that they just felt completely numb. Um, one person um, called up uh, to complain because the lotto app had a glitch because yeah. they didn't realise that they had won Division 1. 
So they called to complain about oh, yeah, the complexity. Yeah, well, they're like, the app. it's broken. Like the, the, oh, the right. app it's telling is me broken. I've won $100 million. Oh, it must be broken. It must be broken. <laughs> uh, another person just uh, quickly jumped on a plane and went to Bali. Right. Just having a bit of time to think about what they're going to do with it. Okay. But they've surveyed what they, who they told. Okay. And I think this is a bit weird. So almost three quarters of people, 72%, said that they shared their winning news with their partner and immediate family. Okay. You so, would expect that. Yeah. So most people did that. Uh-huh. And just over a quarter told their close friends as well. Okay. Because if you're driving around with new cars, they might start to get yeah. a little bit. But a few winners told no one. Like not even their partners? Not even their partners. They haven't told anyone. They've that's, just continued on with their life. Well, to oh, be fair, yeah. that's the theory you've got with your father. My dad always told me if he won lotto, he was just going to put it in the bank and live off the interest. Yeah. So that was my fault that I spent so much on a credit card once because I thought, oh, yeah, he's won. But you do still think that he has won and he's just waiting to... Deep down, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Deep down, I hope. You'd ha- how could you not tell your partner? No, they just don't tell their partner. A lot of them, uh, like, would so the activities that they did invested money for the future. That's what most did. Help family and yeah, friends, which yeah. you always hope that if you don't win lotto, what about if a family member did? Yeah, you would want some of that sweet, sweet coin. Uh, third on the list, so fifty-four percent paid off their mortgage with it. Um, others bought a new car. Twenty-two uh, percent donated to charity. Ugh. Oh come on! <laughs> I think <laughs> here's here's a stat for you. Yeah. If you won lotto tomorrow, yes. would you keep your job? I would because I love my job and I, I love you guys and I would definitely come in. I would see out my contract. You talk too much, I think, then. Uh, retired Why? from work. Would you, wait, would you? Nah. I mean, what? which one? I would quit. Yeah. Like straight away? Yes. I mean, the odds aren't for me. Aaron over there, would you quit your job? I mean, you've only started with us. What a week. I'm 50-50. I'll play it by ear. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. <laughs> So it, out of this team... Uh, sta- uh, Siobhan, Siobhan, our producer. Our producer is it? Would you... So if you won $150 million tomorrow... I know the answer. Oh, 100% out the door. Come out on, the door. guys. Out, out the, the door. door. we got a great I job. I would respect you for that. Yeah, we've got a great job, but you've got $150 million. You think you're going to sit in the boardroom with our boss, Jack, telling you what you've just done is wrong? Would you put up with that? Yeah. I've been putting up with it for years. Put up yes, with it. but you're not a millionaire. <laughs> so know, retired from work... Yeah. Only 15% See? of Division 1 winners go. retired from yeah, work. Because it, it, it changes work. It takes away all the stress of it. You don't need to be here. And it's, you wouldn't be on time. You're not on time now. Yeah, but you wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> well, every caller that gets on air with us tomorrow, we've got a Powerball ticket for them. So into the draw of $150 million, we're going to give every single person that gets on air a ticket. Into the Powerball. And there has to be some sort of... They have to give us some. You would they? hope. If we give them the ticket and they win $150 million. They're not million, obliged, but it's, it's I, morally I think, it would be right. I think they're obliged. I'm obliging them now. Sure. All right. But every caller on air tomorrow gets a Powerball ticket. Yep. And then if you win, you give Stav a cool meal. Yep. And he'll keep working. Damn right, I will. Yeah. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. The Broncos are in damage control following revelations senior players were playing pokies the night before their capitulation against Parramatta. Oh, yeah, did they capitulate? They capitulated all over the place. So much capitulation. They lost, Av. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be a fly on the wall at the, uh, at the meeting this morning because at Red Hill, it uh, started at 8 a.m. Yeah. Where they address everything. 
Yeah, we're a bit worried for our boy Andrew McCulloch. Uh, rumor well, there's just been a lot been... of rumours that a lot of contracts aren't going to be renewed. Yeah, yeah, that he can find another club. All this, of course, stems from the fact that the night before the Parramatta capitulation, they were out at a pub playing pokies till later than they probably should have. Mm. There was no drinking, uh, but they shouldn't have been out that late. They should have got a good night's sleep, is the general consensus. What people don't know, Abs, yeah. is that Ray Warren, Mm-hmm. Good friend of yours? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we go way back. Mm. Um, Golden Tonsils himself. Um, he was with the boys. He likes a bit of a gamble on, on the pokies. <laughs> yeah, right. Completely. 100%. Okay. Yeah, 100%. Sure. He was with the boys, and he just can't help himself. You know? It's in his blood. If he's there and there's football players around, he's going to commentate. Yeah. And I happen to get this exclusive audio of Rabs Warren commentating the boys playing the pokies. All righty, about to get underway now. All rise for the national anthem. And there's the kickoff. The Broncos are underway, but wait, no. The note is too crinkled. It won't be accepted by the machine. Uh, they try again, but not today. Cleopatra's defence is too strong. Tough blow for Milford as he'll have to go back to the sheds and get changed. Back to the action now. And King, King, King. Can they go all the way? No, a Jack and a Scarab Beetle. That's not what Seabold would have wanted this late in the competition. It is late, Rabs. It's almost 10.30. Shut up, Sterlo. Oates now. And he's decided to go out wide and press hard on the 20 lines. Looks like a set play. And yes, yes, he's got the feature. Three pyramids. It's free spins for Fafita. 25 to be exact, and that's going to be hard to defend against. <laughs> round and round they go. The Broncos are racking up the points, and after the dust settles, they're ahead by 25, and Boyd has a choice to make here. He can take the tap or go for the goal and gamble it all on the clubs. What's he going to do? And yes, he's done it. He's decided to gamble. Risky manoeuvre there, Rabs. Shut up, Sterlo. But yes, he's gambling it all. What will it be? Red or black? Red, black, red, black. And oh no, they've lost it. They've lost it all on a stupid decision to gamble it. They can't even reserve the machine. It's all over. It's all over for the Broncos. Cleopatra is still queen of the Nile and the Dolphins will keep their treasure for another year. And that's why you should always gamble responsibly. Sounds like someone knows pokies really well, hey. Had to do a bit of research. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> Dolphin treasure's my favourite. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Dolly will never know the great pain and emptiness left behind. She had so much to live for. I wish she could see herself through my eyes and not through the eyes of the people that made her feel like that. 14-year-old uh, Dolly Everett, she died in January last year. She did take her own life, and it was as a result of re- re- rezel- R- relentless. relentless bullying um, that she had to go through, and it was so hard for her parents to realise the extent of that bullying after she had passed. They had known about it, yeah. um, and the last that they knew, that because um, she was a boarder, that they, she was looking forward to going back um, to school, but it just got too much for Dolly and they're trying to find something positive for her and they've started up a charity it's called Dolly's Dream uh-huh. and there is a video that's going out today and it's been directed by a 15 year old girl and in it is uh, two girls and one of them's on their mo- they're both on their mobile phones and she's looking down on it when she's with family time so she might be at the dinner table um, she's having a bath and she's constantly on the phone as so many teenagers are and yeah. I shouldn't say that I always am as well but she's just getting message after message of just abuse. And I think when a lot of people send that, they don't realise how much the words are affecting them. And bullying does, doesn't does stay at the school grounds these days because no. it goes home because you've got social media and you've always got access to be able to, to abuse someone. Yeah. And as they're doing that, they've actually got a, a group of stones and each time they send a message, oh, they're clever. physically throwing it at the girl to say, look, hey, these are how words can affect you. Yeah. 
But it's a bit of a reminder of having a chat with your kids and also a check of their phones. And we know that Matty, he's sick today, but he's always said that he checks his son's phone. He pays for the phone so he, he can take it, it off him at any time. It's smart. But you check it to see whether your kid is going through this abuse, but not just that, whether your kid is he's inflicting it. it. Yeah. Because we always have this image of a bully as someone who's just mean for it. And yes, they are mean and they want to hurt. But they're hurt themselves. That's why they do it. Yes. And well, there might be something that's going on with their life that you need to address. And I think it's heartbreaking to find out if your child being bullied. It's also hard to find out if your child is the one doing it. Yeah. Would you would you say that this could be a stereotype? I don't yeah. know. But the bullies, parent, parents of bullies, to have a, a child who is a bully, you're probably not an aware parent anyway. Like you're not the sort of parent that would take the time to, because you, they generally come from bad homes. And, I think and that might be a stereotype. Yeah. You know, you don't know the peer pressure that someone's going through at school and they're like, I don't want to be the one that's a result of it, so I'm going to inflict it. Yeah. I'd probably say it's a bit of a stereotype. And I would say that, you know, I can I can give all these warnings and you go, oh, yeah, cool, who are you? Yeah. Because I'll be honest and say that there's times when my son's watched stuff on YouTube and he's only seven. Yeah. And I haven't been across it. Yeah, that's true. Because when he's on the iPad or he's on anything like that, it's so that I can do other stuff. Yeah. So it's a reminder for all of us. And I guess you never know anyone's situation. There's a, One of our friends is going through it. Their, their kid is being bullied at the moment, and mm. it's by two girls that are new to their school. Mm. Um, and everyone was sort of going, well, this is terrible. But then um, if you dug a little deeper, they lost their mother about a year ago. And mm. since that had happened, they've gone off the rails, which is like completely understandable. And if, you know, you don't know how. But if people found that out as well, it does invite people to lean in and help them out. Of course. And if you were feeling included, then you're less likely to inflict pain on other people. Yeah. 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 But it is tough these days, especially. I, I, I had times in my schooling when I was bullied, mm. but you could always go home. And I, I, to be honest, I'm completely honest, I've had times in my schooling where I was a bully um, due to um, situations at home as well. Did you want a reaction out of them? Because that's one. I did training with a friend of mine who does this. It's about like bullies need a reaction to confirm with what they want to do. They want to make sure that they can see someone hurt. Yeah. And if you're not seeing it because you're sending text messages these days. Yeah. You keep going. I think for me, it was more, it was mainly that I liked the people. It was actually, I actually liked the people that I was bullying, but I just didn't know how to. You didn't feel included? Yeah, I didn't know how to to communicate with them in uh, any other way. Yeah. So, yeah, I have, obviously, I've reached out and apologized to a lot of them since since then, but, yeah. It's, it is an amazing video. If you do want to check it in, uh, out online, then I do recommend you to do that with your kids as well and just had a bit of a conversation. And if there's anyone that you know that um, does need help, Lifeline's number is 13 11 14. And don't forget, for teenagers, um, for adults as well, um, you can always contact Beyond Blue. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. <laughs> What is going on? This is insane. Who are you? We've seen a lot of ads for it. We are so excited that September 23 is when we can see it. The masked singer on Channel 10, Danny Minogue, is in the studio. Hi, how Hi. you doing? Good. This looks amazing, this show. Oh, good. Looks incredible. <laughs> that's, that's what you want to hear. Is there someone who just blew your mind that you never knew that they could actually hold a note? Yeah. There's a lot of athletes, a lot of different uh, celebrities, because originally I thought it was just singers, and I was like, wow, but it's singers trying to pretend they're not singers. It's a bit like, uh, I guess, what you get with Dancing with the Stars, so people who can move and people who can't move yeah. at all, but it, that doesn't take away from the entertainment. So they're doing their very best, but the singers that we know their voices, they have to work so hard to 
cover up their signature traits yeah. in their voice because otherwise you'll just get it straight off. Yeah. And then when they speak, the voice is masked with a effect and uh, it is so frustrating. Jackie and I'd be messaging each other late at night and then I'd do all this research <laughs> and I'd come in and I'd go, I've got I've this. nailed yeah. this. I got this. 12 reasons why yeah. it's yeah. this person. And each time you see them sing again, just before, there's a clip package of clues. You're right. And you're like, oh. And the first clue would wipe out everything, everything that I had on my sheet from the night before. Yeah. And you just, you just got to guess as you go along. So I will yeah. say that I say some of the most stupid guesses in the world. You'd okay. just be shouting at the TV going, oh. <laughs> What an idiot. I just want one of them to be Kylie Minogue. Yeah. So desperately. Don't oh, I'm doing the emoji. Yeah. 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 I know nothing. Were you approached for either position to be a, a, a judge guesser or a masked singer? Or guessing panel. Just a guessing Straight panel? Straight up. Right. Yeah. Imagine if yeah. Liam Hemsworth and Miley didn't actually break up. That's just a big elaborate cover uh -huh. story for him to be back in the country hanging out with his brother and he ends up on The Masked Singer. And then at the end of it goes, Jinx, we're actually back together. Why would he say jinx? Uh, you jinx. know what I mean? Just like surprise. Psych. You know what I mean? Psych. 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 Surprise. Psych. Uh -huh. I divorced. Psych. We're still well, on. You're the only person who said that. So if that's right, this is on record that there you, you said it. Because this would drive me nuts, having all this people trying to get this information out of you and you're not being able to. Abby's got it going on at the moment with the secret sound. She's the only one that knows the secret sound. I have to remind myself when I say the unicorn did not to go past it's just the unicorn it's just it's lying. not Casey Donovan it's I <laughs> has your son been asking you because that's always hard <laughs> well that's where I I figure like with family you're so relaxed and yeah, not yeah. on guard but I didn't want anyone hassling them and going oh you must so it's know it's your mum yeah. yeah so yeah. I haven't said anything and um Obviously, you've spoken to Osher, and he's the keeper of all secrets. Oh, my God. We worked with him. He used to drive us and everything. Yeah, um, and when I used to do X Factor, there were lots of crew on that that worked on Bachelor, and we would try so hard to get information out. And bless them, they would not say a thing. So uh, they know how to do this production. This is what they do between Jungle and Bachelor and yeah. this. They know what they're doing with the production. And it was all new to me, and I, I felt like a secret spy. So yeah. I was like, this is cool. What happens if you accidentally let it slip? Like, Trouble. is there anything in your contract where they go... Yeah, you've signed away. You can't yeah. So they don't pay? Say. Or, like, cause you could, well, they you can't say what's in a contract. Well, I know the Bachelor, they you will sue you. That's what the, is in that contract. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole show, yeah. so it's... I, I know. Plus, you're putting the fear into me because yeah. I was like, because you could accidentally say it, like you don't said, not keep even meaning to. That to me. <laughs> See, I told that's you it's going to be a nightmare. Like, that's like on season two. That's like on X Factor. If someone walks out on stage and you say, "Whatever you do, don't forget the lyrics." You what know what happens? Yeah, yeah, and you're doing that to me Whatever now. You do, she doesn't want to say Jessica Malboy. Someone. Anthony Cleo. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hot in here, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> it is. Right, yeah. let's, let's play yeah. Word Association. Um, <laughs> tell us the Thank first God, Australian think, singer that comes to your mind. <laughs> oh, <she's got> <laughs> <laughs> so that mean you can't say Kylie because Kylie's on it? I knew Kylie was on it. I 
I know nothing. Yeah. I can't say what? anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing. I can see right now. I know nothing. I know nothing. Well, the Masked Singer Australia premieres Monday, September 23, 7.30 on 10. Danny Minogue, thanks for stopping by. Great Thank to see you. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. But it is the end of the show and it's time to get things off our chest. And I've got a few. Oh. I've made a whole list. <laughs> no, no, I'm just going to do one. Just one. No, do a couple. We've no, got no, time. No, We've got time. Okay. All right. Christmas presents. It's stressful. It's stressful when you don't know who's going to give you a Christmas present and whether you should get one. Uh-huh. And I decided I was going to take the lead. Um, and I've got two best friends, and we normally get presents for each other. And one of them is really organised, and probably would have got them at the start of the year. So I decided I would address the other one right. and say, "Hey, Melinda, we're going to do Christmas presents this year because you know Sam's always so organised. Yeah. She probably got the start of the year. She's kind of annoying like that." <laughs> <laughs> I got a text message back. Hey, I think this was for Belinda. He messaged me. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I know, but you're always so organised. Sorry, babe. She's like, no, nah, that's right, but I did get one. Do you want to do presents? I'm like, yeah, of course I do. So oh, thanks, but no thanks. Ouch. Yeah, no. It's because you're talking about them. Yeah. As I stepping in for Maddie, you got the thanks for no thanks today? Um, Maddie for being sick. Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, sure, that's sweet. There we right. go. No, there that's we go. that's yeah, completely fine. Good. That is good. That's completely fine. Yeah. <clears throat> Siobhan, do you have one? Yeah, Shiv. Shiv Siobhan's our um, executive producer. I'll give you that title, even though it's not on your email. You've probably got a few. Thanks very much. Um, my thanks, but no thanks. Today's Brisbane weather. Huh? Hmm? Yeah, it's just getting a little bit too hot for my liking after oh. having been overseas for four years, and I'm not looking forward to the next few months. Yeah, good luck. Your with Irish that. skin is already yeah, burning. I'm already burnt, and it is September. <laughs> so, Brisbane sun and the drought. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> a lot of you guys would know that I have um, <laughs> many jobs here at the radio station. <laughs> Vaping inside when you shouldn't be. Jeez Louise, Walking guys. around when you should have went home four hours ago because you don't want to go home and do things. No, that's morale boosting walking but around. Does anyone feel boosted when you're just on the balcony vaping by yourself? Uh, <laughs> a lot of people know that I have many, many, okay. many functions here at the radio station. I'm not just the wacky funny guy. No, not even. Yeah. Just turn the mic on and just say funny stuff when I'm uh. pointed at like some sort of performing monkey who gets paid peanuts. One of my new roles here at the radio station that I'm taking very seriously is official hair measurer for one Abby Coleman. <laughs> Every week at 7.30 on a Wednesday, I am given a tape measure and I am told to measure how much growth Abby's hair has got since she did the remarkable I'm shape gonna, for yeah, But I'm going to address this tomorrow because I found, I'm going to say, it's a miracle maker for hair growth. Uh-huh. And I, I'm prepared to share share yeah. it because you would say yes. Although this morning he said to me, he goes, "Oh, it was nine centimeters last time." And he goes, "Yeah, it's about nine again." I was like, "Really?" And he goes, "No, it's nine and a half." I'm like, "That's kind of a, that's a big deal, half a centimeter." That was the point I was getting to. My skills in this area <laughs> are not being appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm not doing a good enough job. Uh, not a good measurer. I like to add a few centimeters here and there. I've always done that. I always will. (laughs) (laughs) So, as the official hair measurer for Uh Hit 105, thanks, but no thanks. I think there's something in that for all of us, don't you? Mm, Absolutely. Hey, uh, thanks so much for joining us for the show. Tomorrow on the show, Steph? Uh, We've got lots. Uh, We are going to be catching up with 
John Jarrett from Wolf Creek. <laughs> Talking about his new book. I had to check if it was going to go on to it. And, and of course, everyone that rings the station tomorrow, everyone gets on air, gets a Powerball ticket for the $150 million uh, Super Draw tomorrow. So you could join the show and then become a millionaire, but you're not going to because I've got my ticket and I'm going to win. Well, anyone that gets on air does get a ticket, and Maddie will be back tomorrow, hopefully. Do you know how I said I wasn't going to quit if I won $150 million? I will retire from my hair measuring duties. (laughs) All right, done. Yeah, don't need to do that when I'm a millionaire. All right. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. There you go. That's a podcast. We will be back with another podcast after we do a whole other show and make it into a podcast. Thanks for listening. You said podcast a lot. Bye. Is that it? Yes. Thank you. Stab Abby and Matt. Hit 105.